Hey everybody, welcome back to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger, joined by my co-host, the COVID-infected Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So you're still with us, right? You're still hanging in there? I think so. I just took a test, and uh, I don't know. I didn't take the official test, but I took one, and now we started this podcast, so I didn't look at it. All right. Well, that's good planning. There you go. I just noticed we have behind your shoulder there a uh, topless Boba Fett, which is just something. Brian's a special effects makeup artist, not a pervert. It's not topless. As far as it's the outfit. Oh, I guess uh, the way it. I see yeah, a dead alive all, thing. It's, that's it's not all, a naked uh, mannequin behind you. Yeah, but it's. Uh, you know how they have suits. See, that's what everyone. Oh, it's says. a bodysuit. Well, it's. It's all, if, if I had the lights on, it would be all... Uh, that might be the lighting. Not chrome. Yeah. It would be uh, copper. Okay, It all gotcha. looks copper. That's a female C-3PO, you're saying? Yeah. All right, so we're talking about our topic. We're, we're, we've done this once before. We're doing it again. The one time we did it, it was popular, at least in terms of, of this podcast, what defines popularity. It's a tier list. We are going to rank the greatest movie endings of all time we've prepared a list of about 52 movies i think the final tally was now i got the movies from a number of places i created the bones for this tier list i read an article on vulture from february 2021 written by like 19 of their staff members went through the 100 greatest endings of all time most of it you know being vulture you know we're ignoramuses right we're just basically white trash brian and i a lot of it was foreign movies, so I didn't put any. This is all. This is just American movies. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just not that cultured. I haven't seen all of Kurosawa films or whatever. So I, that was one source. Then Reddit had a list that was printed on BuzzFeed. So that's another list I drew some titles from. And then finally, last but not least, there was a list on IMDb, greatest movie endings of all time. Maybe it was iconic movie endings. And I drew from that list as well, in addition to throwing some in myself, and then Brian threw a couple of titles in. I say that because there's no way out of 52 movies we're going to have every movie ever. I know there are some probably some glaring omissions, but when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the woods, it's hard to think. So I apologize in advance for whatever I left out, but that was uh, how we came up with what we're going to look at right now. So I'm going to share the screen, and hopefully this works. So I have a question, and it Go concerns ahead. this list as you're setting it up and sharing. Um, how how definite are we going to be? Because I, I definitely like the last tier list we did. We had a little controversy on that because I, I hold the perfect to only a few. Well, let me just interrupt you because the only thing you need to do or, or I need to do when we make one of our choices is just justify it. We can each have, we don't have to have the same standard or same justification or same reason for putting something in perfect or great. I think that's up to the individual and that's what makes it, you know, we, we don't have to agree. I mean, it helped last time because we had a third party here, Matt Maisto of Mondo Creepy, which is premiering again, I think September 16th. 16th, oh, yeah. Yeah, which might be when this publishes. But uh, we had like a third person to, to do a tiebreaker. But uh, anyway, does that make sense? Like whatever you feel perfect is, your definition of perfect doesn't have to match mine. No, I guess I I'm saying. I didn't know if we were making a one list. I don't understand. 
you know, like this is the insufferable bastard. So I would knock something you would or you would argue like, no, this deserves to be on there. Let's just proceed. We'll go and we'll see how it goes. Right. So these are our, these are our, this is the tier, right? I came up with a tier. Perfect, meaning perfect, right? That's the greatest of all time. Great meaning great. People know what that means. Fine, overrated, shouldn't even be on this list. So that's how we're breaking it down. And the first one, Brian, these are sort of in alphabetical order. We got a lot to go through. Adaptation is a movie you just brought up on a previous podcast. This was on one of the lists, one of the sources that I mentioned earlier. I don't remember exactly where. I saw this in the theater. I remember nothing about it. So what is the ending? Oh, see, you're going to put me on the spot because I could answer, I could ask that question to a couple of these. Um, and we can say that, right? Because I, I guess the song, isn't it the song where they're all singing? I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I thought you had just watched this recently. All right, so we... Wait, what do we say then? If it well, see, if, if it didn't stick with you, it's, it feels I, like it should be here. This, like, I never... This is a movie that I do like, but evidently don't remember the ending. Um, this is Nicolas so Cage, this, Meryl Streep, Chris Cooper, When I did my, my little Spike practice, Jones. I had this on fine, because the ending is not what I remember this movie for. And that's the kind of the way I'm judging my. Oh, I would argue then. There's a lot of great movies on here, um, and a lot of movies that I think have terrific endings. But again, I have a certain, you know, criteria for my in your head. Well, wouldn't this be? It shouldn't be on here though. If you don't, if you like the movie, I mean, we're talking about endings. I don't mind because it does have. I it's the sing along at the end, and it's all the characters singing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it doesn't really stick with you. So you're all right. Society, I can't really argue with it. I mean, I think it should be here just based Where? on the fact all that. All right, then fine. I'm not. No, no, gonna... but you're saying fine. You're saying fine because you mean, saw it. It's a good it. movie. See, that's the. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're. Okay, going you could argue. Enemies... You could argue, like, all right, these are all. I mean, obviously, to make this list, somebody right, thought these are the greatest, the greatest of all time. So they're all. We're not arguing these are bad movies, although there's a couple on here that are weird. But specifically, we're talking the ending. So you could have like a. All right. Well, then I'll bad then movie I'll, with then a great ending, a, a decent movie with a so with it ending like there. Goodfellas. Like I don't there. think Goodfellas. Goodfellas will probably my favorite movie of all time. I don't think the ending ranks I, up. See, there. I agree I, with you on that. I would have put that as, and maybe it's just me saying it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I would have had that at fine. Yeah. All right. So where do you want to put adaptation? I'm. I'm. You know, we could either. It's. It's not overrated. So oh, if you want to pay, one. shouldn't be here. Let's put it at shouldn't be here. If we're Boom. Gonna keep with that. We got our oh, first. Put it over. Oh, yeah, there we go. No, it's yeah. You might there might be a little lag in the in the uh, video here. Okay, uh, up next, John Landis masterpiece, Animal House. The ending is of course where they storm the whatever parade uh, with a doomsday machine and goes crazy, and it has that. What it's not a post credit scene, but you don't. But you, the, the ending is what happened. Yeah, but Bluto becomes See, a congressman. I think that's a perfect ending. I would say, I, what I like about the ending is that it's sort of a takeoff on American Graffiti. Amer- American Graffiti is a comedy. Yes. And it's like a coming of age thing, George Lucas. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, by the way, one of these guys went missing yeah, in went Vietnam. Went to Vietnam and goes missing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, it takes on the self important tone, which is jarring. And I thought Animal House did a great job of sort of making fun of that a couple of years after. 
American well, it's like the yearbook, you know, it's kind of like a yearbook. It's kind of like, it, hey, what did these people do? You know, is and, it perfect? And again, I had oh, never seen, I had never seen, uh, or at least that resonates for me, like huge. So I do remember that. And that to me was agreed, you know, a, a perfect ending. But I did not expect us to disagree on these. We really should have done this with a third person because I would, I would put a great. I mean, uh, you, because you want to put you know, a great, I won't, or, you know, I can't, again, because my list of perfect is very small. But you you put Animal House on there. It sounds like it's bloated. Because I do think that, like, for me, that ending, that, uh, that like, yearbook ending, it's funny. It's poignant. It's, it's also, like, it ties up the movie. I You know, and I hadn't seen that before. I'm just trying to be politically correct because I'm, I'm, Fast forwarding in my brain of what's going to make this perfect list, and it's going to be the broiest bro list of bro endings in the history of brodom. But all right, I'm going perfect. Bad news bears, perfect. I you argue perfect. I can't argue that. I think that is like if 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 there's one movie on this, there, there's two movies on this list that have perfect, perfect endings, and all of the other ones could be argued. Bad News Bears is the greatest ending. That might be the greatest ending to any movie. Wow, yeah, I agree. Every time I watch it, especially now that I'm a father, it brings me to tears. Uh, I, I, I love that movie, and I love that ending. It has really nothing to do with sports, but there's just something powerful. It gets more relevant and powerful each year as we get away from that type of movie. When's the last time you saw like an honest kids movie? Well, you know, I think, about, too, about that- a dude struggling to be a father, struggling to, be, to do something, anything with his life, and... I also was a kid that, you know, I sucked at sports. So, like, that movie holds, like, a special place in my heart. Like, uh, the classic underdog. I was that kid not picked in any sport. So, I relate, and it's the big, it's sort of the punk rock ending to any, I don't know. Like, that movie is so good that it's a, it's a, I, I almost get upset that so many people talk about how, wow, it's so canceling now. If you watched it, and I understand it's it not. has a heart. It has a heart. You're talking yeah, about because like, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of racist humor aren't... or racial humor and stuff like that. Yeah, it does. It would. It's a movie that wouldn't get made in a hundred thousand years today. And, and maybe it shouldn't get made because mm. even being remade, it was horrible. Um, and all the sequels. Yeah, once they yeah, they like there's we, just when they tried special. to repackage it. And we we sort of forget this because I mean all of us, even if you weren't into sports, you grew up in that culture. BMX riding. Uh, like, you know, there wasn't as much to do. You had three channels. Like, it just, it reminds me of my youth. That is a, a movie that reminds me of being a kid again. It's got a bit of everything. But I do I will... see, like, trying to make my nephew watch that. He's just not going to be into that. You know, and, yeah, and I nor just... should I force that onto him at this age, because I don't think he would. It's too dated anyway. Yes, like, I, I don't think, at this point, it's too dated for, like, 10-year-old kids. But uh, I will. Sh- I've shown my son the ending many times. Like, look at this weird movie. Look at this weird ending where they lose, uh, which was just such a '70s thing. I will note that so far, Animal House and Bad News Bears, none of them were on the list that I was checking from IMDb, Reddit, or okay. Vulture. This one was. I don't remember which. Probably Vulture. Big Night. All right, dude. I mean. I don't even, I've never, I've yeah, never seen yeah. the movie. Can I just say, I've, I've only seen it like, you know, in it, when it first came out on VHS or D- DVD at that time. That's, yeah, I, I still don't, I mean, I interviewed Stanley Tucci once. He was the nicest guy. He had a, yeah, restaurant, he had a, a restaurant in North like Salem, New York, yeah. briefly. 
Uh, and uh, so he was really gracious, but I don't really, I don't really get that movie. Okay, here's an interesting one: The Blair Witch Project. I feel like this is a movie whose legacy goes up and down. I loved it when I first saw it in a theater. It legitimately scared me, and it uh, was a movie I liked, and I didn't want to like it. It kind of knocked me out. Over the years, it's almost become a parody of itself because it's sort of, I could be wrong, but it invented the whole found footage thing, or at least it's the one that went wide with it and that whole bizarre marketing campaign that people fell for. I was going to say it used the internet probably. First movie really to do that. Yeah, to really do that. I remember the ad campaign more than I do the movie, to be totally honest. Really? Yeah, just, I mean, again, I know the movie, um, but I just mean... I remember being like, whoa, what is it? What is it? Like, like you believed this was a real movie for a little bit. And I thought and, they, like, the that ending, was excellent. And again, it was, the internet was so early. You know, they had little websites. It was definitely, it was one know, of the first money to use the internet back then. It was one of the first, what, pieces of media, for lack of a better term, that realized, oh, you can dupe the public and just make stuff up and people will believe it. And that's pretty much politics now. That's how you but campaign see, and become know. president. Is the ending? I don't well, know. if I if I recall correctly, and this was from one of the lists. This was this wasn't an addition of mine, but the guy standing in the corner yeah. for what you don't know why. I thought that was really effective. I thought that's something that to this day has stuck in my mind. So I would at least I think it easily goes into great, and okay. I think the 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 sum of that movie, you know, the the ending is in line with the rest of the movie. Yeah. You can argue fine, or would you go I with mean, I, I would say fine, but, I mean, if you want to say great, I mean, uh, you know, it is. I mean, just, yeah. well, I guess I'm getting outside the the ending itself, but got to be one of the most influential movies. I oh, mean, no, this I, in Pulp I'll give Fiction. you all of that. I'll give you all that. I just don't know. I mean, I, you know. I mean, I guess you remember the ending when you see that movie, so you could put it at great. Well, I'm going to put it up fine because you keep. I don't want to. Uh, I'm going to give you one because you're. Uh, I don't want you to just uh, capitulate or what is that word? Capitulate. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean. I just, Blazing I, Saddles. Again. This was a weird one. We'll just go on to Blazing Saddles. I just saw a, a movie recently, a cartoon. It's like a kung fu panda thing. It's about a dog that wants to be a samurai in a village of cats. Okay. And. It's essentially, in a weird way, a remake of Blazing Saddles. Hmm. And it's, it's weird. I mean, of all, a cartoon, a children's cartoon. Mel, Mel Brooks even does a voice in it. So it doesn't work. It's a terrible, terrible cartoon that I don't recommend to anybody. And I watched it with my son. And we were both sitting there, like, sort of flabbergasted. Because even some, I mean, Blazing Saddles, in terms of uh, uh, offensiveness, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's the top tier. Uh, and, and the children's cartoon has callbacks to some of that, which is oh, like, wow. well, that, that's a weird thing to be in a, in a, but I don't even, I mean, the ending is when it turns into a, a musical. So yes, I, if, I, I would argue, I mean, where would you put this? Well, you want to know the truth for me? I was like, no lie. Up. All right. Uh, it shouldn't be up there or I, it's overrated. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a great movie. One of the funniest movies of all time, but yeah, when it turns into a musical, I thought that was a little overindulgent. So I don't know. I think that was Vulture. This is another one. I'm kind of like, here. here's like another Goodfellas example. I think Boogie Nights, the next movie on our list here, one of the greatest movies of all time. 
one of the most original, uh, you know, the most exciting non-action movie, but plays like an action movie if, I've ever seen. If you seen. follow us, you know this is one of our favorite movies. I mean, it's just arguably, yes, it's right up there. But basically, the article says that Mark Wahlberg showing his member is somehow an iconic ending. I mean... It's the least thing <laughs> I remember about that movie. I mean, it's just not, it's not like, I don't know. It's not the ending Well, it's so ending. reminiscent of another movie we have on this list that it does it better. Oh, I don't even know what you mean there. On the but, waterfront. He does that whole speech, you know, which is ripping off. Uh, oh, I thought, oh, I thought you were talking about another guy showed his private. No, no, well, no. He, but that whole I could have been somebody thing. It's a raging bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah Although the thing about Boogie Nights, like, I, I don't think it's correct to put this ending on there. And it doesn't. I don't think it should be on a list of movies with the best ending because it's not like the ending packs a punch. It's more of the story like is done no, at that point. He goes back and has to with his tail between his legs literally. Yeah, I mean and, it's it's know. a great it's a great movie and the ending is great, but it's just sort of what is that the the it's a denouement, right? It's like yeah. the the story has reached a crescendo and now it quietly fades off and it's a great movie with a with a good ending, but I don't think it's it like the ending's like an epilogue. You know what I mean? The right, exactly. Ended by the time we get to this, exactly. So I mean, do we put it on? Shouldn't be here because I don't want to insult it and say it's overrated. I mean, yeah, you want to say that? I have no like if that's what we're saying. Shouldn't be there is like hey, to, the we're, we're working is out. not the best part of this movie. Then I agree with you on that one. We're workshopping it, and again, this this one breaking away. This is again one that I kind of threw on there. This is one okay. that I just can I ask you a question. Yes. Now, was this a movie on HBO in the 80s? It might have been. Because it used to be I, on a lot. I have I no recollection I, of this movie. I've seen it once. Oh, no kidding. It does not, like, but everyone I know, this is on their greatest movie. This is like, they love this movie. I, like, it just skipped me. And I think maybe it had to be the not having HBO as a child. Yeah, it might have been on one of the other cable channels. But I think, yeah, it used to be on a lot. But... It's not like this is a great movie, regardless of whether it played on uh, HBO. It's not like a generational thing, I don't think, because it's a little older. It's a it's a little weirder. It's more in line with the Bad News Bears. It has more of a '70s vibe mm -hmm. than anything. I mean, essentially, it's the Rocky story, as is the Bad News Bears. Right? It's the underdog, but uh, it's it's an effective movie. It's an emotional movie, and by the end you're getting up and cheering for the main character. And I guess, yeah, you know, we, everybody were, spoiler alert, sorry, but, you know, it's about a guy who is in a college town, I think in Indiana, and he's a townie. And it's him and his townie friends who get looked upon. They're all graduating high school. None of them come from money. None of them have grand schemes or plans for the future. And they're just kind of bumming around with their parents on their case. And they feel like second-class citizens in their own town because you have these rich college kids who are, yuppies in, in making and, and the, the rulers of industry and politics in the making and looking down their nose at them. And this one guy, the main character, just has this dream to be a cyclist for like the Italian touring cycling team. So he speaks in, Sp uh, in Spanish, he speaks in Italian, and he's just this odd character and he falls in love and he falls out of love. And by the end of it, he's in, there's the big race, you know, and of course he wins and it's inspirational I think it's better than like a Rudy, which is probably more in line with what you're saying, where it's like a movie we've just been conditioned to like. I think yeah. Breaking Away is an original. I'll put it at great. Okay. Here's another one. There's Westerns. I mean, there's a lot of Westerns you could throw 
onto this list, I think, because once upon a time, the ending was the most important part of a Western. You know, how they would stage and what they would do original with the great gunfight, the battle that would always be the climax of a Western. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, right? Uh, directed by George Roy Hill, written by William Goldman. I don't know if it's ever been surpassed with that ending. Some of the movie, I think, is a little dated. It's getting a little dated at this point because it's an older movie. It's definitely birthed from old-time Hollywood as they're making that transition into the sort of the modern filmmaking. But that bleak ending, bittersweet ending, where Butch Cassidy and Sundance run out into the unknown. You know they die, but there's that freeze frame. I'd put it at perfect. It's perfect. This was one of the ones, yeah, like, this is perfect. I mean, there's you, you, nothing else needs to be said. Like you said, the movie is a bit dated now, and maybe even in the might even be slow to some people that love Tombstone. Um, but right. If you this, if you love Tombstone, if you think Tombstone's a perfect Western, don't watch Butch Cassidy. And the but Sundance also, if you, like, this is a perfect love story, too. So it's like, that's the other thing that people seem to forget. Like, is it, though? Because they're kind of both in love with her. It's a little, it's oh, a little, cre- it's a little 60s out in that aspect. But it is. Also, is it a love story between Butch and Sundance? You know right. I mean? yeah, that's you that's the true love story. Too. That is. By the end, they've shipped the woman off and they're dying yeah. together. But uh, also, then, the, the, it all makes sense. And then the ending is, I mean, again, if, if, if we could only have one movie on the perfect list, I could argue that Butch could and Sundance could be the, the perfect the ending list. Is perfect, yeah. Yeah, and this is one they, they, you don't hear any talk of a remake. They did sequels. They did TV stuff. They've sort of told the story, but there's never been a straight, big-budget remake of this, thank God, so far. Maybe they'll try it one day. I don't so know. So far, yeah. Now, moving on, Carrie. Brian De Palma, early film based on the Stephen King novel, introduced Sissy Spacek, John Travolta, William Cat to the world. Uh, it's got that shocker of an ending. I will, I mean, I'm not a fan of Carrie. I've just. Oh, see, I, I like that movie, but I don't know if the ending is what I remember the most. Dude, the the hand coming out of the ground? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. That crazy jump scare? I thought that that scared the the bejesus out of me as a kid. It's the whole high school auditorium stuff to me that I remember more than the hand. And, you know, they do go back to, you know, she fights with the mom and that's crazy. But that's, I don't know. See, for me, I could put this, it doesn't deserve to be up there. I get what you're saying. Or I could say it's. I'm worried about, I'm thinking of what people will say if we don't put it in great. They'll be like, you guys stink. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, I mean, I I don't think, you want to put it at great. How do you you not have Infinity War on here? What are you guys talking about? We're not, you know. There's no Spider-Man on here. I mean, I don't, I I mean, listen, we could have a list of a lot of great too. So, I mean, I guess it's great, but I'm going to put fine on it. That's the thing I remember the most about that movie. All right, here's another one from the 70s moving on, Chinatown. It's got, like, critically... I, I think there was a time when we were growing up, you would just read about the ending of Chinatown all the time. It's Chinatown, Jake. Yeah. It's Chinatown, or whatever. Whoever he said... Yeah, it says it to, to Jake, to Jack Nicholson's character, yeah. when it's been revealed that Faye Dunaway's... Uh, is it her, her daughter is also her sister. Yes. Great 70s ending. But, I mean, Chinatown's one of those movies, I don't know. I've gone back and watched it a bunch of times. I think it's overrated. 
I won't. It's, a, it's supposed to be iconic, but yeah, I don't know if it, not only does it, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think like there was something, it, it spoke to a certain generation and particularly a certain generation of film critics who came before us, who this just hit them. And I'm not sure it has the same impact or holds up with the future generations. Still worth watching just to see Nicholson in his prime, you know, at his perfect fighting weight, uh, chewing scenery in that. But And also, Roland Polanski's a creep. This one, now, okay, moving on. We both agreed that Chinatown is overrated. The Dark Knight was on, like, every list. Well, see, this, I mean, uh, yeah. Now, what... I don't even, I mean, I remember, okay, like there's what, there's boats that are blown up and Two-Face yeah. shows up in the last five seconds of the movie. I mean, I'm fine with the Dark Knight. I actually like the one with Bane better, but uh, what is that, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. But I don't remember or what's so good I about mean, the are ending. are saying it because it's that whole finale with Heath Ledger? So like, is it just getting, you know, again, I think it's like nostalgia and, yeah. and, and, and sentiment, emotion puts this on there? I. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember how. What happens to the Joker at the end? I honestly don't remember. I don't know, man. I uh, I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it a couple of times. Like I've showed it to my kid because it's one of those movies. You know, you can be like, okay, son, I have here's a movie right we could right watch now, together. So that, that'll be my excuse why I don't know everything. Uh, well, so I'm just dumb. I'm yeah. all right. We're putting it on. Shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be. Yeah, here. I didn't. I, I never like. Again, to me, the endings of that movie because it's not the ending. Cause then, you know, you have Batman begin. Hey, there's whatever. 16 the other, other ones. Yeah. There's never an ending to a Batman movie, I, that, but that's a weird one. That's one of those where we're in the minority because every, you know, Vulture, Reddit and IMDB uh, all had it on there. I'm going to play this. So wait, no, that's not it. But anyway, uh, next one is dirty Harry. Uh, this is, I threw that on there. It was not on any list of any kind, even the top 100. But, okay, so if you don't remember the end of Dirty Harry, it's after he, the Bill Burr has kind of made it famous again, actually. Bill Burr has that clip on YouTube that's been clipped a thousand times where he talks about, like, the bus goes under the overpass yeah. and it's the crazy Andrew, whatever his name is. Andrew Robinson. Andrew, I'll, I'll say Andrew Morgan from the Nomcast and... Uh, uh, recent activity podcast. Andrew Morgan is slapping the kids on the bus and threatening them, and he's the biggest creep ever. And yeah, Dirty Harry is just waiting for him and jumps on the bus. Then does the, this is a 44 Magnum. You know, one of the first movies to, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone made a whole career of that, of the one-liners afterward. But like Dirty Harry was really the first to do that. Not only that, he shoots the guy. Yeah. He quits. He takes his badge. Because, you know, the bureaucracy keeps letting those criminals go. Dirty Harry takes a stand and throws his badge into the river. Although they made 19,000 sequels. Yeah. So I guess he must have immediately... <laughs> there was a post-credit sequence where somebody gets in the water and, and, and fishes it out for him. But I love that ending. I love Dirty Harry. I, I mean, Brian, would you... Argue, I mean, it's definitely great. Yeah, I'd give you, I mean, you know, I can't argue, like, it's definitely great if you, but I see you've always loved Dirty Harry, so if you threw it up on the perfect list, I wouldn't mind. Do you have any reasons why, forget what I'm saying, or my history with Dirty Harry, Again, my why would you not put it perfect? Yeah, go ahead. Is, to me, it's still, like, the, the, the chase is still better than the ending, him getting to there. Really? 
yeah, for me, it was always like, yeah. But oh, I, see, I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of bored I, by the uh, he's running through the construction thing, and there's it's just your standard know, ding, ding, shootout. Just, but I mean, the whole movie to me as a whole is better than the ending. That's what I mean. I don't mean the chase from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Like to me, you don't like the anti-establishment. I mean, sure. Message, I mean, I, I, like which is I'm now saying, considered. I, I mean, there's some people who consider this now fascist. Dirty well, Harry's fascist again. I John Siegel. love the movie, and I love that he is at the, you know he kind of takes the law into his own hand, which you know at that time we didn't really see that in movies with with a cop, anyways. What's going to be so weird? I, what's always weird with these things at the end is like when you publish the list and it's like, wait, you put this above this, you son of a. That's what happened with our. But HBO I mean, again, it's list. like we all say this is always our choices. I can't argue with you on that one, but I, you know. All right, I'll go. I'm going to go. Oh man, it's hard for me to do, but I'll put now. It listen, great. you could throw it up there, dude. If we decide and look at our perfect list at the very end, and you want to add, we don't want to look bad. Away, you know, if we don't want to get made fun of on the internet. All right, what about? Okay, this is on a bunch of lists too. Eyes wide shut. I've never. I remember like when Eyes Wide Shut came out, and it was on like listen, cable or, or even or the DVDs. naked people didn't get me going. So right, I didn't yeah, you're fast forwarding it for the dirty parts, movie. and it's even it's even disappointing that I don't. I, Stanley Kubrick genius. This movie can go die in a fire. Yeah, like yeah, that was a horrible movie. Jump in a lake. I, I don't want to. That's a little too violent. Die in a fire. But uh, Fight Club. Are we talking about, I don't, I mean, the, the big twist ending, is that considered the ending? I mean, that it does have one of the craziest twists of all time where you realize that it's one person. Yes. Sort of now, iconic. Is that part of the ending or is it the buildings blowing up? See, it's this all is one and the like, same, like, right? It's all one and the same. I mean, to me it is, it could be, you could argue it's not, but well, you know what though? Fine. I, mean, this I is think a it's a fine movie. I just don't know. I mean, you want to put. You're putting it at fine, yeah. All right, I won't argue. Like, cause I, yeah, it's it's like I don't know if the ending is what holds me into that movie. Yeah, I just thought like the, uh, I mean, as somebody who was like eighteen thousand dollars in credit card debt when that movie came out, I, you know, that was kind of appealing to me, and just I, the it blew me away when I first Here's saw it. I, I remember, I remember that twist, and and then I remember it in the movies. It's We've got another of, but, one on his list on the, of his movies on this list of Pitt. No, or Fincher. Well, yes, and and uh, David Fincher. Um, so, like, I don't know if that, like, we'll get to that movie later. I think that ending's better, but uh, that's just me. How about next one? Friday the 13th, the original. The first movie where Betsy, what's her name? Betsy Palmer, Betsy Palmer. shows up and reveals herself to be the killer, not Jason Voorhees. Well, all right, do I want to be the contrarian or do I want... I mean, because I could see that's well, a contrarian great means you're being a jerk. Like you don't. I think that means yeah. you don't really believe in what you're saying. Well, I mean, I always complain about this movie. Um, it's a it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, but but the a ending, pretty yeah, it's a pretty iconic ending. Uh, yeah, beheading like, for a horror movie. It did, yeah. And it like you think it's you know you think it's the mom. I mean, you think it's Jason, and then it's the mom. So what are you doing? Overrated. I put it in great. I mean, I, I won't argue that because for a horror movie, it's a better ending than most of those other movies. And then you see what starts to happen here. You say oh. Friday 13th is better than the Blair Witch. You guys stink. 
Cat, you guys stink. The Palmer's a god. Okay, this is a movie you love, and I loved it at one point, but I don't know. Especially, I don't uh, think hateful the ending eight. should be up there. Okay, because I don't remember the ending. I remember it's just it's everyone. <laughs> I remember it at one point the hateful eight just sort of devolves into a bunch of people getting shot in the head, yeah. and that they eliminate I mean, I just, the characters one by one. This is a great character one. movie. I don't necessarily think that this movie, like the ending, changes it, but I do think. Like this is a great western to watch. Like it's it's got those tropes and, but I I don't know, yeah I, I the ending for me is not what I remember about that movie. So it's either fine. It's going to be up to you. It's going to well, I mean I be fine or shouldn't be on here. It Doesn't need to be up there because it's fine on its own. Yeah, because here's the other thing. That's not even a movie that the you think of the ending. Like I'm sure people are like why don't you have Django? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Inglorious Bastards was on a few lists. Yeah, and again, yeah, so I don't think that needs to be up there. Yeah, so I think you're fine leaving that where that is. All right, so here's another one we're going to, let's debate this one. Well, I mean, all right, you go first. Heat, right. we're talking the about the movie Heat, if you're listening on audio. I forgot, we're doing this as a video, the, so sorry, the audio The ending people. of this is my least favorite thing. I don't. Uh, who are you, John Amenta? I felt like, I, I feel like suddenly I'm with well, shocking I mean, things. I mean, the ending, listen, it's the, yeah, I don't like care that whole ending at the end. The, the cat airport. and mouse when they're in an airport and it's so, you don't know if Pacino, you don't know who's going to live or die at the end of that movie. It's by a hair. If anything, I thought Pacino was going to die. And then that little bit of a shadow from the airplane coming over and the lights turning on, Pacino just blindly turns around, fires three shots into, oh, come on. I and then the they, table scene as he's dying. I the love ta the table scene is completely overrated. Am I? I don't even. The, the, now there's rumors going around they weren't even the same room. Do you ever hear that? That's like the conspiracy yeah. theory. I love that, dude. I think this is a perfect ending. I think, and not only is I mean the way it's framed is a perfect ending. De Niro, you know the way it's photographed is perfect. It's so iconic. De Niro saying, "I told you I wouldn't go back," and Pacino being like, "Yeah, I know. You said that. I know. I get it. I get it." And De Niro putting his hand up. It's the manliest thing ever, bro. Come on! How can you call yourself a bro and not not put this as perfect? All right, I mean, and then the know. music starts that Tangerine Dream type. Da -da, da -da. Like I said, it's just it's still you know. I mean, but hey, you want to say it's perfect? I can't argue. Well, you just did. Yeah, I know, but now we're it's split. This is why we. It's, this it's is we really needed a third. I did not think we would. I thought this would be like ten minutes, and we'd agree on everything, and this would be boring. But we really needed like a mat. I did ask John Amenta from Pina Comics or the Pint, but uh, he couldn't just drop everything on a Friday morning. Got responsibilities. But, but I mean, I understand. Put that up. It's perfect. All right, I gave. You I get it. Harry. I get. Well, well, you know, I'm in the minority on that one. I'm shocked. Yeah, because I'll just go back. I mean, because now it's on Amazon Prime. I'll just watch the ending. See, I'll watch the. I watch the shootout. I've watched yeah, it so shootout. many times. And I, but, you know, uh, Killgrave. I just love that. You know, uh, like it's just right, so and, yeah. So we're now moving on. So that was Heat, Michael Mann, Henry, John McNaughton film from I guess at this it's from the eighties, right? This is like an old movie, like eighty eight or eighty seven. Yeah, like it's Henry Portrait yeah. of a Serial Killer introduced Michael Rooker to the world. Who thought like Michael Rooker would go from. Well, I guess yeah. He kind of he he's was like a good a actor, lovable right away. teddy bear. Now he's kind of uh... right. Yeah, he's like uh, James. What's James Gunn's little teddy bear? You're right. Yeah. He's like the Groot to James, whatever. But uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer still packs a punch. And the ending, if I remember correctly, 
It's just a it's, bag. It's a suitcase. It's just he's oh. he's fallen in love and he just he can't help himself because he's just pure evil and he has killed his lover and dumped her on the side of the Kills road Becky. in a, in a garment just, bag. In a, in a bag, yeah. He didn't I mean, kill her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, you well, discards of her body. Know. It's just it's a disturbing, disturbing movie. And I, I think it's a great ending. I I won't argue that. I don't want to call it perfect because they'll like no, it's call not the cops perfect. on me. I mean, again, it's also a it's a low know, budget movie. Yeah, and it's also like then we look really weird if we have Henry as like the perfect uh, <laughs> ending. Like then we're just sickos. Well, look at what we managed to do. We have Friday the Thirteenth, a movie we essentially hate, right next to Henry. But see, that's us being honest, though. Like These I do tears. think that movie, that ending, you know. It is. It's. It just reinforces everything you've seen before, and yeah. it, it just reinforces. There's no. You think like, oh, maybe, maybe she's gonna get away. Nope. Which is life. None of us. None of us get out alive. Jaws. The ending of Jaws. Didn't make any lists, which blew my mind. But I'll let you go first. I am passionate I mean, about I, this one. I don't. I'm. I'm probably the one guy that doesn't love Jaws either. Um. I mean, Wait, I love that? Jaws, but I'd probably say it's great. I don't know if it's perfect. Okay, so let's go over the ending of Jaws. You right, the shark finally ah, come attacks the boat. He eats Robert Shaw in a mind-blowingly disturbing scene. Even you know, especially for Steven Spielberg, we think Richard Dreyfuss is dead. And as the shark's coming at Roy Scheider, iconic Roy Scheider, Sonny Grasso from the French Connection, come on, he's got that whatever M1 rifle, and he says, smile, you son of a... Come on! That's not... If that's not perfect, what is? All right. I'm not... Like, again, that that's... I'm in the minority on that one, too, because, I mean, again, I love... I think Jaws is a great movie, but I don't know if it's... You don't, I thought the ending. I, I yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's pretty much a perfect movie, and I hate but, to say that because like Jaws, everybody loves Jaws. Everyone, I, I know I'm not saying. But I mean, if you want, like, and I it's get Spielberg, who I don't even like as a filmmaker, really. But I can't argue and put it that Jaws perfect. takes I, it. You're, it you're takes you on that ride. The you're whole movie is mind. is like dropping off a roller coaster, and the ending is that too. And not right. only that, even if you go to the very very ending. The, the nice Steven Spielberg music starts playing. Maybe that's John Williams. Da, 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 da. And you see him. He's on the little uh, thingamajig coming back to shore. Like you get a sense of what, you know, Go he's so it. relieved. I'm, I'm, I'm going with perfect. I got to. Do you object? Go for do it. Do you object? Okay. No, no, I'm not going to object on that. I, I, I get its place in history. Moving on. The Matrix. This was on at least two lists of the three or four that right, I was see, looking I, at. You know, either I'm going to put this at overrated or I don't care. <laughs> I Here's the thing about The Matrix, and I went back and watched it in the last year because the new one made it to HBO Max, which I couldn't sit there. I turned it off almost immediately. But I was like, all right, and I watched it with my son. Let's go back and watch The Matrix. I had seen it in the theater. I saw it on DVD. It doesn't have an ending. Okay. Uh, the it, it doesn't. It ends with... Neo knowing who he, but he hasn't broken the Matrix. He hasn't defeated the arch enemy. It, the movie actually doesn't have an ending, which surprised me. He just all of a sudden learns Kung Fu and is a superhero, and then the movie just ends. I've only seen so, this movie twice, so I mean, I'm not a huge. I, it's I not what I remember. Like it, I mean, it's a fine, it's a fine movie, but like it, literally, the the ending is just all of a sudden he learns Kung Fu and the movie's over. So I'm I remember say, more the action and the making of. 
specials that surrounded it. So I, you know, I, I personally think it's overrated, but I don't know if the ending is overrated. Yeah, that's, I just put it, well, you know what? I'm going to put it up to overrated only because it did make several lists. So we may be the minority on this, but I'm just going to say it's overrated. Okay. Moving on. Robert Altman's Nashville. This was not on any, well, no, this was on a list because I wouldn't have thought to put this on myself, but I haven't seen this movie in forever. So I saw it on the list and I was like, oh yeah, doesn't that, that ends with like, there's a, there's like a, a shooting. Yeah. Yeah. It's an all American concert. It's like a country concert in, uh, in like, you know, like middle America or wherever, or maybe it's down South. Very seven. Imagine the end of Animal House, but it was it was done seriously. You know, there's yeah. this great community thing happening, and everyone's so happy. And there's a political campaign. It's all Americana, and then all of a sudden, there's an assassination attempt, and then the movie just ends. You don't know if the person's alive or dead. They try to continue on with the song, and obviously, it's Robert Altman commenting on the state of America post Vietnam, right? I mean, it's just. It doesn't hit you on the head, but that's got to be what he's talking about. Kind of the dry rot or the confusion, the the threat of violence at any second. So it is a very weird ending because it plays it straight, you know? Uh, it's not like gratuitous or anything like that. So, uh, I mean, that being said, do you remember that, Brian? Does that like, I mean- Oh, yeah, I remember it. Like, I like this movie a lot. Again, uh, it also has the uh, that great performance by- it took me a while. I didn't realize it was the same woman until much later. It was, uh, I don't want to massacre her name because I want to call her. Uh, what character is it? She, or what did well, she play she's, elsewhere? She's the singer. She played Olive the mom in Friday Thir- uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. She's the singer. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't and know I wanna her name. Call okay. her, I, I want to call her. Uh, she was the, uh, the, the wife that was killed by uh, Beretta. R- Ronnie Lee Blakely. Like, but, that's but that's not her not name. Her. But it is All right, similar. All right, let's move on. <laughs> It is similar we're gonna, to that. We're going to get, uh, I'm going to put it at fine. I, I like yeah, Nashville. It's fine. It's fine. It, and I, I think it, it's, it's also American. Like, you know, I'll be honest. If you put mash up there to me, that's a better Altman ending. Oh, I forgot. You know, that's a good point. If I had to go back and do this again, I would put mash instead of this. Uh, but I think people should seek out Nashville only if you want to see like where Paul Thomas Anderson Kind of got his career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want to say, but it's, it's definitely, obviously that dude loves Robert Altman. Also, it's a great Robert Altman movie. Like you should watch it. Like this and this and Mash. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, those were his two perfect. I can kind of take or leave almost everything else he did. But now George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Of, you know, this is, uh, I mean, I like Dawn of the Dead more. Yeah, but. It is, you know, but that ending where with Dwayne Jones, the yeah. it's so unexpected. Are you it's putting the, it great? Well, I, it's at least great. I could be, I could be pushed to put it in perfect. I don't know. What is your thought? Uh, see, I was gonna say great. All right, let's go um, with great. Yeah, like I think it's a great ending. It's and it's strong and it's topical and it's, but you know. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if it's a perfect ending, but it, yeah, would it, it fit? Totally would it fit alongside great. some of these other ones? Some people are gonna be like, "Yeah, you idiots put Animal House out there." But all right, so now Quentin Tarantino. This is our second Quentin Tarantino flick because we're bro-y awesome. bros. Probably right now, my favorite movie of all time. It is a great movie. I really love it. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, 
you know, I think it's also kind of made for dudes about our age. Yes. And I think that's why I like it. So, you know, I would put that. At, I don't think it's a perfect ending. Um, I think it's a great ending. Um, and what's, you know, what's great about his this story is, I'm kind is of so conflicted. Good. Yeah. Cause the actual ending is right. Okay. So they, Brad Pitt ends up killing the Manson family, Brad Pitt and, and Leonardo DiCaprio kill the Manson family. And, you know, Sharon Tate lives, which it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's ultra violent, but it's also really sweet. And it's very hopeful at the end. Uh, I think because it's just kind of known for, oh yeah, he kills the Manson family, but it's a little more from that. It really ends on a, especially for Quentin Tarantino, a surprisingly heartfelt uh, hope for the future ending. But I'll put it at great. I love that movie too. Okay. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I showed this I to my son the other day. Well, I was going to say, okay, the ending is, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson as R.P. McMurphy yep. has been rebelling against the system the entire film, you know, trying to uh, carry the flag of the individual being constantly oppressed by the man and society surrounding him. And they break him in the end. They give him a lobotomy, right? They give him electric shock to the point where he's just so beaten down. He's not even the same person he is. He was. And he is euthanized by a fellow inmate, essentially, in this insane asylum, who then escapes and runs. I, I think it's a perfect ending. I love the ending of this movie. It makes me cry every time. Just to see the chief run off to his freedom. Yeah, I think it's a great ending. I don't know if it's, but if you want to say it's perfect. How, what do you, but what, what, what's, what would be... What what keeps it out of perfect? perfect it's only you know we can't just everything can't be perfect. And again, for me, it's the the journey to get to the ending. My favorite parts of that movie are probably not the ending. How's that? That's where I'm going. And like, or that like well, wait really a second, it, it's that mind. it's the message that you're gonna it, it, nobody gets out alive. Yeah, I mean. But and yet there is some hope. I don't. I mean that movie's ending is devastating. Yeah, they kill I mean, the main arguing, character. Listen, I always it's totally had it unexpected. On my, I had it on my great list. I knew you were going to have it as perfect. But this is where you know. I just you know. I guess I have a few higher standards. Um, but listen, I'm also the guy that said yeah, right, I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it at great, so. and let's come. Let's come back. I mean, that's yeah. one I might have to come back to because I don't and understand I get it. how. I get it. I get it. And I like I knew all along this that would be one of the movies. Oh, you know. Okay. All right. Moving on. On the waterfront. Perfect. Yep. I would argue it's up there. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is the same thing. On the waterfront. If anybody didn't see it, it's uh, Marlon Brando is a dock worker. The mob is pressuring him to uh, work with them, break up a union, and uh, anyway, go see it. He gets he gets his head kicked in at the very end and does this iconic Rocky-like walk and basically uh, ushers in the 70s method of acting, right? that This is the movie that that brought in, kicked in the door and brought us to I what mean, we have today. Be, it wouldn't be like a Christian bail if it wasn't be, for this movie. There uh, a, a one floor of the cuckoo's nest if not for On the Waterfront. Yeah. And that's kind of where, but see, that's why I say On the Waterfront deserves... Perfect. But, okay, here's what One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest does different. Imagine if on the waterfront the message was, and this was the country in the 70s, oh, yeah. Marlon Brando dies, by the way. <laughs> like, I just think it's so brave that just, I don't know. 
Yeah. They didn't sugarcoat nothing in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All right, Planet of the Apes. I mean, you can't say, I mean, this made every list as I kick my Yeah, I had this as probably perfect. And I just mean that last shot. To me, that like, you know, you could argue that the movie's dated. You did it. Yeah. And again, I'm also going by like what took me as a 13-year-old kid by surprise. Some of this, I'm still. But I'm one flew of the cuckoo's on. nest didn't take you by surprise. Where they, he's uh, suddenly you have the main character, the big lovable chief, no, suffocates I I his best friend. I think I, I, yeah, yeah. No. That what were you you expected that to happen? All right, platoon. This, I mean, all right. So now I'm afraid to put anything. I put a lot of these imperfect. I can't. Have, I mean, platoon has a, a, a tremendous now, ending. Well, all right. I mean, it's a huge movie for me, but I don't know if it's, I think it's a great ending, but I don't know if it's a perfect ending. You have that horrible battle that plays like a, that plays like a horror movie. You have that adagio for strings come up the next morning and who's alive and who is it and Charlie Sheen back when he was an actor. I mean, I'll put it at great. This is one that kind of surprised me. I think there's a lot of, this is, this is is like a, on here. Well, this made some lists. I think really? it's a I think it's a Halloween three uh Day of the Dead type retro love by certain people for point Blanket. I guess it's developed an I audience. I worked with one of the actors from this movie, James LeGrow. He was an awesome dude in a movie called Bitter Feast. I, I really liked the guy. And on that movie, everyone talked about this on Bitter Feast, everyone talked about this movie. And I remember he came over and sat with me during lunch. And I had like a little setup on a porch, and I just said, "Hey, dude, I'm." I set up. You mean you. weed? What do you mean? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like I, I just had like I wasn't sitting at the picnic table with everyone All else. Right. I had like my own station over there. That's where I did my work, anyways. Bad mouth. He's like, "Hey, do you mind if I join you? Sense? It's quieter here." And I said, "Hey, I'll never ask you about Point Break. I think the movie <laughs> sucks." And he's like, "Thank you." So that's I mean, where I, I don't. I, it's a pretty pedestrian know. action movie. I don't. I. It's yeah, weird like, to me I that it has such. I don't a, even remember like. See, I watched it once. I was like, okay. Stuff. I don't remember the ending. You know what I mean? Like, I had to go. I had to read it, and it oh, was this, this is where they show up at the wave or something. They go, yeah. Uh, so oh, come on, Patrick come on. Swayze has gotten away, and then Keanu Reeves shows this up. Is people that like Tombstone, and they fight, and then uh, Keanu puts the handcuffs on him, but then lets him go, and Patrick Swayze rides out to presumably die on his own terms. Uh, in the giant wave. I mean, I I thought it was a perfectly pedestrian action movie. It was fine. Not a movie I revisit. If anything, I would say Roadhouse is way above this. But people love yeah. Point Break. But uh, I'm just going to say shouldn't be on here. It's either shouldn't be on here or overrated. So Go for overrated. I, mean, since you, I might list. say overrated because we're in, like, I don't get the love for that. Right, yeah. And me need, well, we have two uh, Keanu Reeves movies as overrated gonna be hated all right so now we're up to psycho i think we're about halfway through this list holy cow psycho alfred hitchcock psycho maybe we should start going a little faster i i mean you know it's the, the and the, the ending, ending of course is where is he not. hears he hears his mother's voice in his head and it's him and i you wouldn't hurt a fly and he looks up at the camera it's a really cool shot that's been like copied a hundred thousand times sort of fine with that yeah fine yeah <laughs> raiders of the lost ark course the very ending is the arc in buried in bureaucracy i could be i always loved this movie and i always i for years my whole life i said the road warrior and this are the two greatest action movies ever made 
I've gone back and tried to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I feel, it kind of bores me now. I hate to say that, but it does. It, oh, really? See, I I like this one. Um, I think it's a great ending. I don't know if it's a perfect ending, uh, especially if we have Jaws up there. We can't have two Spielbergs up there. I don't think it's, it's close to perfect. If and and I, now I'm getting now I'm like, well, wait a second. You're telling me it's equal to one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Now I'm a little like. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you you, you want? I was at? looking for a fart sound. Can't find it. Uh, I don't know. Raiders of Lost Ark. Fine. I'm gonna say fine. Okay. It's clever. It's fine. Raising Arizona. This was a movie I love. I didn't put this on this list. This was on someone else's list. Uh, the very ending is is a dream where he sees his whole life. It's emotional. Uh. But when, when I, I don't know. In my practice, I had this at fine because again, it wasn't exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not a dig against the movie, but okay. Reservoir Dogs. This, I'm, this is this will be interesting to see where we fall on this. I, Reservoir Dogs. To me, it was like one of those mind blowing movies. You know, I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, for our whole generation, you're like, oh my god, they finally make a made a movie I really wanted to see. It doesn't pull any punches it's you know it's dudes talking it's the dudes i want to be you know what i mean it's like it's a male fantasy yes. uh, of every little boy who ever played with the uh, gi joe toys or whatever growing up you know this is what you would play and the ending is just to me so perfect the stupid standoff and chris penn i think chris penn steals that movie now like oh, when i when i go probably back probably one of the best in that movie if not the best stop pointing that gun to my dad <laughs> i mean my that daddy, is daddy daddy, daddy. Lawrence Tierney, I mean, you know, Tim Roth bleeding out, Harvey Keitel, Steve Buscemi hiding and running off. And what would you say, Brian? I'll I'll, I'll go with your call. Ooh. Well, you want to say perfect, right? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to influence you in any way. See, I was going with great, but I'm going to leave this after you after you did what you did to Jack Nicholson. See that Milos Forman's right, one flew over the cuckoo's great. nest. I don't think it's perfect. You know, Brad Dorf listens to this podcast. So well, and he'll probably agree with me. I just got a text um, from Danny DeVito saying he's canceling his appearance. I would say great. Reservoir Dogs is great. I would say perfect, but whatever. Okay, right. Saw was on a random list that I saw. Maybe this was the it's Reddit overrated. list. And here's, there's two, there's another one on this list that I feel this way. Saw works. It's just, if you watch it again, I don't know if it works. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those. And they're not movies I want to revisit. All right, Unforgiven, another Western, another Clint Eastwood movie. See, now I'm kind of like, you're, you're kind of beating me in this submission because now I feel like I can't put it in perfect, even though my if I was doing this alone, I, this, was a, this would be another one I'd put in perfect. The ending is, you know, a giant oh, shootout. Saying, this is a sort and, of a perfect ending. And then he goes back to his wife's grave and the music... Uh, the, I the, love uh, this movie. Acoustic um, music comes up. Well, wait a second. I can't... I, well, I can't... Uh, I'm, I'm now hesitant to put it in perfect because I'm like, well... But I think... We're going to put it above Reservoir Dogs, above Platoon, above One Flew Over the Cuckoo. Yeah, because I do think... That movie builds to that ending, where Reservoir Dogs, I think it's a phenomenal ending, but there's 12, you know, there's a bunch of can, other scenes in there that, like, your memory picks up on more. Yeah, but the ending of Reservoir Dogs, I mean, Unforgiven can 
all right, here's where I'm going to argue against Unforgiven. It's a predictable ending. Clint Eastwood did that same ending in The Outlaw Josie Wales. He did the same ending in Pale Rider. And maybe it's just because he's that, that old you know, guy it, now. And it's it was the 1980s the- cliched ending, even though I love it. And I, but I mean, compared to Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs was fresh, new. You didn't know how that movie was going to end. You didn't know what was going to happen. Unforgiven, as much as uh, I loved it, Although the guy, the blind guy, is definitely a weak link in that movie. You got Gene Hackman, Richard Harris, Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, and that other guy. <laughs> I don't know how that guy. Like, I don't know. I would. I would say great. I would go by what we've established so far. Right, I, I would have a great. hard time. I, I could get. I could see that. Got revenge for one flew over the cuckoo's nest. All right. Uh, seven. Oh, David Fincher. This is the other David Fincher. Because I was like, yeah. where do I put the social network in there? I didn't remember. But, of course, this has the iconic, what's in the box? What's in the box? That everybody knows. I think it's a great ending, but, you know, I don't know. You know, it's not perfect, but it's great. And then right up after that is the Shawshank Redemption, also starring Morgan Freeman. This made a lot of lists. I think it made every list I saw. I just was watching this the other day with my son. We didn't quite make it all the way through. It's a good movie. Like, what's his name? Who directed this? Uh, Frank Darabont. Yeah, he. It, I mean, it. It. This is a movie that plays like a book. You know, you, you feel like you're reading a novel. Uh, so I get why people like the Shawshank Redemption. It's. It's good. It's a. It's a unique movie. You know, it might not be like. I don't think it's like our cup of tea. If you look at some of the things that we love, but uh, yeah, I was never a huge, huge, huge like. All my friends are. This is their favorite movie. I think this is even my brother's favorite movie. Um, and it has that ending. I mean, the ending. ending is you know, it's a uh, hope for humanity and triumph of the spirit and all that good stuff. And you know, the victor. I mean, it's the opposite of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I'll put it. You want to put it great? If you want to go great. Oh, well, what would you go? Would you argue? I would. I would have only said fine. All right, I'll go with that. Fine. Some like it hot. This is another one that made a lot of lists. I can't give uh, an opinion because I've only seen it once. And <laughs> what, you did you see it in college in like a film yeah. class? Well, I not think even this... in a film class. Just all of us, like, because I didn't have classes like that. But you yeah, guys watched. Okay, so our students got, watched yeah, it. Yeah, a bunch of my, us watched it. My theory is that this is a a movie that they make you watch in college somehow, or some. You have to experience it in college because we. That's where I saw it. I saw it in a class, and I'm like, eh, whatever. This is a movie, Stand By Me. I was surprised to see it on here. I, I mean, I love Stand By Me as much as anybody. I remember as a kid being like, no, forget the Goonies, man. Stand By Me. Like the sort of anger that we had at Lost Boys for existing in a world where near dark. Yes. Is, uh, by the way, John Amenta in one of his uh, Twitter things, he picked the Frighteners over near dark. I'm, I don't think I didn't see that. The pint. It might have been, it might, actually, it might not have been. Maybe it was Lloyd. Oh, I should disparage people like they that. They are also doing a. I saw they had. They're, do, they're doing Highway to Hell. I mean, which is a horrible movie, Chad Lowe movie. You know the great. But didn't Chad we talk Lowe. about that? Because the whole uh, didn't we talk about the Greenberg back in the day? Because of all the special yeah. effects. But again, I'm a huge fan. Like I own that movie in every iteration it's ever appeared on because it's just it's a special effects movie. But it's one of those like it is so bad that it's funny, and I just like that they're going to talk about that. I might actually listen to that one. 
Because I'll disagree. Wow, yeah, you're the perfect guest. I mean, geez, they could have had a special effects makeup on. Well, that's on. the only reason. Like, I don't even understand like how it's on someone's list because it's a really bad movie. And you know, like I said, Chad Lowe. That, yeah, that's all that needs to be said. I think that might have been that might have been re-released recently, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I know it came or out it came out on, on Tubi or something like that. You know, a couple of years. Ago. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm couple, sure it's making right. rounds somewhere. Because yeah, that that somehow popped up on my radar. Uh, all right, but anyway. All that being said, stand by me. Love the movie. Love the performances. Can't really say anything bad about it. I don't remember its ending being anything. Well, it's just the writing. You know, it's the the journey ends. They find the body. And then you find out what they're up to. I think this ending has been done better before. Hey, well, so, so it's Richard Dreyfus being like, oh, by the way, some of yeah, them. Yeah, by the way, Chris died. Whatever. You know, Ripper Phoenix dies. You know, All right, he was so a then, good guy. You know, he was knifed or something. Then moving on, we've got uh, Star Wars. Okay, this is one. It didn't make any lists, but I got the thinking. Okay, the very ending is just Chewbacca not getting a medal. Okay, that being said, the ending ending is... All right. So I right? The Death this, Star blows I'm... up. Luke Skywalker going through the thing, and Darth Vader's coming at him, and then Han Solo comes out of nowhere. I mean, even as cynical as I am... I want to say this is a perfect ending, but then I'm like, all our bashing on Star Wars. Oh, let's just do it. Like, let's just Empire do it. Better ending. No, no, come on. And just in terms of sheer movie experience. No, and, I, and I'm also going back to, again, when I was a kid, this was the greatest ending of a movie I saw. Probably this and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark were my two favorite endings for a movie, like at 13. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I just know. think in terms of iconic, you can't forget. They could have ended. What I love about Star Wars is they could have ended that and never made another sequel, never done yeah. anything, and it still would have held up. I still hey, think that ending's so here. good. They've used it in every other every movie they've done since then. And yeah, <laughs> and we've all seen it. Good. And that's the thing. I don't know. Like this morning when I put it on the list, I had a soft spot for uh, Star Wars. So all right, we, and we both agree because you said the same thing. All right, next, the Dirty Dozen. One of my favorite movies inspired lots of G.I. Joe playing as a kid. The ending is, of course, they all die, <laughs> except uh, Charles Bronson and the other dude. But uh, since you've become such a Karen with the perfects, I'm just going to have to go great. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know. What, you're going to go I'm fine? Gonna... No, 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 no. That's a great movie. Telly Savalas? No, no, that's a great movie. Jim it's Brown? Just, you know. You know what's kind of ruined the Dirty Dozen a little bit is Tom Hanks talking about it in Sleepless in Seattle. That annoyed me. Oh, you can't block the... that out, man. You got to learn to. You got kids. You can't block things out. Okay. Well, no, no. That well, that's bothered me since I saw it in the theater. I was like, why does this crappy movie have to bring up the Dirty Dozen and take away my? You know, it's like you felt like I felt growing up well, before I... the internet. I was the only person who loved the Dirty Dozen, and then it's like, oh, my taste is the same as everybody's. The Godfather. Godfather, arguably one of the top. Three movies of all time, definitely in anybody's top five, I would think. The ending is when he closes the door on, uh, what's her name? Okay. Not Diane Carroll. Yeah, yeah Kay. Yeah, yeah, Diane Keaton. Yes, Diane Keaton. Sorry about that. This has been a long episode. But, like, I don't think the ending is, now, but you know, is the, the climax is, is when he... Well, it's right after. I think the ending, I think there's specifically, when you're talking the ending, there is that whole scene after everyone's killed. So 
it's him closing oh, the door, right. which is cool, but I don't I don't think it I would fine. give it a fine. Yeah. Here's a tough one. Thelma and Louise. I think I saw this movie once when it was in the theater. I don't know if I've ever revisited. The yeah. We probably saw it together. Now, of course, the ending is I gotta give him credit. This was a big budget movie. This was this was like a summer movie from what I remember, yeah. right? This was like yeah, it we had saw a this huge summer. Yeah, this was a huge Ridley it was Scott. Everywhere. Yeah, Ridley like Scott Brad directed uh, breakout role. Gina Davis as we've never seen her before. A young Michael Madsen. Oh, that's right. He's uh, the husband. Yeah, this was a big, big, big movie, as big as any movie of the time. I say all that because at the end they they drive the two main characters off a cliff, which is pretty gutsy, you know, for a big budget studio movie of the '80s, right? I think this came out in the '80s, right? Are we that old, or was it? I can't remember. Yeah. I'm so old now, I can't differentiate. Well, no, it's the late 90s, 80s early and early 90s. 90s. Early 90s. Is it early 90s? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's probably 91. So, you know, I guess you could make an argument that it's great, but I don't know if the rest of the movie. I mean, it's relates. not my cup of tea, so it's tough. And also, I'll, I'll be honest, I would like to see. <sighs> see I think this would have been in better hands. Like in, in, in a world today, I think it would have a better ending. Might be the same ending, but we might care about the people more. Like, it's a Ridley Scott movie, so the ending's fine. Okay, fine. And then, all right, this is one I put on there. The Mechanic was one of those movies that used to play locally before cable. Um, locally in, in New York, it was uh, Channel 5, whatever that was. Uh, I loved this movie as a kid. You know, Charles Bronson is a killer, and he teams up with Jan Michael Vincent as his Vincent. protege, and then they put they pit the two against each other, and it's like, who's going to kill who by the end of the movie, sort of. But, uh, I mean, I've tried, to go back, I've tried to go back and watch it, and it's awful. <laughs> like, it's just unwatchable. You know, of that whole era, Mr. Majestic is Charles Bronson's masterpiece, head and shoulders above Anything else he's done, you know, with the exclusion of the Dirty Dozen, but he's a supporting character in that. But it does have this great ending where Charles Bronson has been killed. The young guy, Jan Michael Vincent, has won. But unbeknownst to him, you know, he, he pops in a tape or something like that. Yeah. And Charles Bronson, who's dead, says like, oh, if you hear this, you're going to blow up in India. You're Boom, and a car up, yeah. blows up. It's sort of a, I love that ending. And but it's a clunky, it's a clunky '70s movie. So I don't know where, where I don't even know if I now I'm, I'm thinking about it. It shouldn't even be on here. That was my mistake. All right. So this one, I'm sure it's a movie that anybody, everybody, if you ask them, what is one of the greatest endings of all time, they're automatically going to say, "The Mist." And The Mist has really bad special effects. Oh really? Oh, you don't think the CGI pretty, no. in this is awful? I think it's like, fun. I think it's fun. I think it's uh, when it's grabbing the kid, the redheaded kid, and dragging him through the supermarket. It's really. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I think it's a monster movie that's supposed to be. It's like an elevated B movie. So I, I love this movie. So it's hard for me to, like, I think this is Frank Darabont's greatest movie ever made, and I could debate anyone. Oh, see, I, I, I just, feel like it's. I mean, the ending to me, I mean, it's a shocking ending. It's a horrifying ending. It's an incredibly sad ending, but it's in a cartoon movie. It's like the movie's a cartoon up to this point. I mean, hey, the ending, uh, all I'll say is, you know, Stephen King, the writer of the source material, did say he wishes he came. He did that ending. 
Like I think if they made, and this is one, what they made it as a TV show or something like that. Oh and well, they, that it, I think is really bad. Like I, it just failed. That. Like yeah, yeah, that was like a really bad. Like nobody's in that. Like it's like it's I'm a Thomas bad. Jane fan, but like for me, you know, I've kind of gone back and watched it, and the ending is just so out of left field. It's not, <sighs> you know, it. You said it's a B movie, and to me, it's like a B movie, and all of a sudden they they sort of tack on this. I know. Over important I mean, ending, which it kind of bothers me now, but but it is. I mean, it's a it's definitely a emotional it's a ending. ending. So. I don't think it's a perfect ending, um, but I think that's. I think the ending is very important to this movie, but I don't know if I I wouldn't put it as perfect. Uh, I think it's so, a great you know if you want to argue and you want to put this on great for me, you could take one flew over the cuckoo's nest and put that on perfect. Oh wow! Okay, because like, to me, real, like, I think it's a great ending. I think this movie is, like I said, uh, I'm in the minority. I think it's the greatest ranked. I, I hate the Shawshank Redemption compared to how I feel about, uh, The Mist. I love huh. The Mist. To me, it's like a SpongeBob movie, and all of a sudden, oh. all of a sudden, it ends with like, you know, I don't know, a child murder. It's kind of like what? But uh, I'll put it on great. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I don't think it's above that. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's below that. I think it's a strong ending. Here's another one I'm sort of, I mean, The Thing, one of the greatest movies of all time. But I would liken this to a movie we mentioned earlier whose name escapes me. It's kind of, I mean, it's a little like Raising Arizona. It's kind of like the ending is just, it's like Boogie Nights. The ending is great, but it's fading to black. You know, yeah. the, the story's over. What's happened, happened. They're both there accepting their fate. It's just the movie's, you know, quietly on its way out, which I respect. But to me, that's not like a, it's, an, it's not an ending that popped. It's debated, but I don't, again, think it's any, I don't think it's a great ending. Because I think that whole movie is, it, it you know, so I, you could put that at fair or you could put that at. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect ending for that movie. I don't have nothing yeah. against that ending, but I just don't. Yeah, know it doesn't. As an ending, ending does it? Does it? Yeah, does it have? Does it end like any so of these? There's so much more meat in that movie that you you're into. You know what yeah, I mean? Actually, like, now now looking at it as a whole, scene. yeah. As I look at it as a whole, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's just you know, usual suspects, of course. Iconic. This is kind of like the missed iconic. This also made every single list. All right. But I'm we, saying it's overrated. That's where I would put that. I'll Only go, because but, again, watch it that first time, great ending. But if you watch that movie over and over again, I don't know if it holds up. We've said and like one, this movie hasn't aged well, but yeah, we're. I mean, we're being. A little, do you judge it on the first time you saw it? If I had to judge it when I saw it in a the theater, I would say like, oh my god, it would be perfect. But, yeah, but I can't. I can't do that. And I something about the usual just, suspects that annoys me. And also, it is a list movie that gets a lot of people going, but then those people don't watch certain other movies. You know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, don't know. Like, I don't overrated. think it's that great of a movie once you sit down and watch it again. And I do think being able to watch a movie a second time is a huge thing. Like if you're just okay, gonna watch you're kind of saying you're, you're saying the em- the ending is a gimmick. Which yeah. I, I tend to agree with. Yeah. Thief. Now, where are you going to put this? Because this is like well, all, like one of your greatest. Yeah, I th- it's one of the it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I put it at great though. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
You know, it's I it's didn't. a tremendous ending. Uh, just James Con is so good. James Con perfectly embodies the Michael Mann They're, character. They just like, put up clips from the Stern show where he's being interviewed by Stern, and I think they bring up Spider Superman, and it's just him hassling Stern, like, "Hey, you gonna let me answer the question?" You know, Stern does this whole ask all these questions about the Godfather. He's like, "Were you there or was I there?" Like, it's just <laughs> it's being, the perfect. He's being difficult. Know. Yeah, like, oh, it's so good. I mean, James Con. You know, this movie's really been discovered because it wasn't a known movie when we were growing up at all. Like, I didn't see it till late. I don't know if it wasn't available or just kind of ignored, but I just on Labor Day when he has that speech about the fruit of my labor, like that, some people were, it's being clipped and becoming a meme because it's James Caan as as the thief giving to Robert Prosky, you know, threatening him. To me, this is a better movie than Heat. I mean, it's the same movie. I know, but I think. You but know, you can't, I mean, I think in terms of the two endings. All right. But, you know, that's my only, you know, I, I like Heat. Uh, well, I like Thief better than Heat. Unbreakable. Oh. Bruce Willis becoming a superhero. I haven't seen this movie now, in years. Is but this on your list or is this on? No, I think I put this. I think I threw this on there because I was thinking, oh, yeah, I remember being in a theater and I, I was like, oh, my God, this movie is about how a guy becomes a superhero. And I didn't see that coming. And then. Samuel L. Jackson. Doesn't this end with him saying, they call me Mr. Glass? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty iconic. I'm going to go with great. Okay. I won't argue. All right. So uh, the Wild Bunch, I mean, there's a Facebook page just dedicated to this movie that I'm a, a member of. And that ending, I saw it later in life. You know, the Wild Bunch wasn't a movie I saw like in sixth grade, like a lot of these but, you know, that ending and those actors as those characters, William Holden, Ernest Borgnine, Warren Oates, Ben Johnson, walking knowingly to their death is, I have to say, it's perfect. I just think it's its a great shootout. It's, I 100% uh, agree with you. Um, all right, I even good. had a paintball team back in the early aughts. And we call ourselves the Wild Bunch, basically. Well, it's it's and, it's the coolest. It's just it's, it's such a great ending, ending when they turn that corner, just walking. You know, four guys walking. It's iconic. And they don't even William Holden just looks down at Ernest Bur- Borgnine, and Ernest Borgnine laughs and goes, "Why not? Let's and go die today." Think in this world of you know our Kardashian world, like those are the ugliest dudes. They, they look like cowboys, and maybe that's maybe that's some of my dislove for for like a tombstone where they're 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 such good looking and so quaffed in the those guys walking yeah. down the street in the in the wild bunch that just reeks western to me yeah there's an old time hollywood feel to that movie because that you know sam peckinball sort of came out of that right i was right i was watching ride the high country the other day yeah. which is on hbo max one of his early westerns and it's you know that is as old-fashioned 1950s-esque as you can get and the fact that he went from that to the wild bunch. Right. Then you see that. And then you see a movie like tombstone. It's like, it might as well be Barbie dolls. You know, they're just, they're plastic. And yeah, that's another reason. I I just, to me, it's a definitive Western. All right. So I meant to, I guess these didn't sort alphabetically, but this is when Brian added after seeing this list, Brian added dazed and confused, rich Richard link letters. Now I'm not sure if where this fits. Like, okay. So the ending is just, Randall Pink Floyd, what? He on the football sign. field. He doesn't yeah, sign. He okay. doesn't sign, but I, 
you know, maybe it's just the end of that hang movie. I, you know what? I might have to, this was my choice and I might be putting it at fine. Okay. I was going to say either fine or shouldn't be on here. Cause I don't remember the ending. I love that movie. The, love that the, movie. Well, again, it's the ending is just, I don't know. It's like those hang movies, you know, where like it, it ends. And I just remember this, that a slow ride comes up and it's the one few times that I'm like, all right, slow ride makes sense in a movie. Isn't that at the beginning of the movie? I thought, oh no, it's sweet emotions. That's the beginning. sweet Sorry. emotion. All right, last but not least, Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver, starring, uh, I don't know, I think Robert Duvall. Uh, <laughs> the ending is just a complete gore shootout, and then uh, they treat him as a hero. I can't remove this now. But, uh, you know, I mean, that is... I, I, I don't know. Where would you put it? I would almost put it up perfect, but it's so bleak. I feel I feel guilty putting it all up there. I don't know what message or vibes I'm sending out to the world by well, putting right. a massacre. See, and again. Uh, as perfect. If we say that's perfect, then I can understand if you want to move up a few perfect ones. Uh, move up a few perfect ones? When you, no, you mean move well, up a couple. Like, I meant like, because I do think that's a perfect ending, um, but I get it. It's a might be a little too, you know, like, then you could put up your One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You could put up your Dirty Harry. I think it's a great ending, but... And just because I might say it's perfect doesn't mean it's perfect. Um, but I, Yeah, I would have a hard... A, I mean, again, I don't mean to keep coming back to this, but I would have a hard time putting this above One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Well, that's my uh, thing. Do we put this up and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Well, I don't know. You know, Taxi Driver, the ending. I mean, it's a shootout ending. Reservoir Dogs has a shootout ending. Oh, come on. Unforgiven has a shootout uh, ending. Thief has a shootout ending. Dirty Harry has a one-to-one yeah, shootout but none ending. Yeah, freaking mohawks. And that <laughs> awesome gun in the hand. Oh. Well, yeah. I, what, it was so violent that it had to be toned down. They added red to the coloring to tone down the blood. One of my thoughts of, okay, all right, here's why I have a, what is, but I, 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 I mean, I really not. like what, what is, I have, what is, what is he saying? I mean, that's such a, it's such a bleak ending too. It's just, well, that's, I'm saying he goes nuts, probably, shoots everybody and they're like, oh, he's a hero, but he's just like the a hero part. Psycho. I don't necessarily agree with, but I guess I'm saying like, there's some parts of taxi driver that I don't know. Don't. I don't know. Do they hold? Does it hold up? Is it? I don't. You know, it's a it's, it's a bleak things. movie. It's unpleasant to sit through. And then at the end, he shoots every shoots a bunch of guys like but, he but, shoots a bunch uh, of pimps and criminals uh, in the head. And Harvey Keitel getting shot point blank in the in the stomach. So good, man. I don't know. I can't. I, I have a hard time. But I, putting I it get it. Perfect. And, and you know what? I'm going by what's on the list right now for our perfect. It yeah, it would fit in. It would fit in it with great. No, no, right. I, I think it fits in with great better than perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it fits in with great. I guess if you if you look at this list, I mean, so there's our list. So just to, we we put perfect as Animal House, Bad News Bears, Butch Cassidy, The Sundance Kid, Heat, Jaws, On the Waterfront, Planet of the Apes, Star Wars, and The Wild Bunch. Uh, shouldn't be here. We said movies that shouldn't even be considered for having one of the greatest endings of all time. A big night adaptation, blazing saddles, boogie nights, the dark night, eyes wide shut, the hateful eight, some like it hot, the mechanic and stand by me. So, all right. The only thing I would say is if I had, if I could change one thing, I, like I said, a million times, I would move one flew over the cuckoo's nest up. 
to from great to perfect. Brian, what would you change? What would be your one change if you could? My one change? That's what we're doing. One, because I think we've been right. going on for it eight hours. It would be hours. heat off the perfect list, but then that. Oh, you always got to be negative. So I Brian know, would but move that's that down. Pretty Where much would you put it? Know. You would put it to great? I would put it to great, but don't don't go by me. I'm just you showing people. I'm just visualizing what it would look like. It's only because literally those that list of perfect was my perfect before heat. Interesting. So now it's back to me and you. No, you know. So All right. Well, Brian, we've been talking for an hour and 19 minutes. We better shut this up right now. Yeah. This, this is probably over our... Well, you know, it'll really stink if you're... Uh, and I'm sweating to too. Oh, look at me. Well, I know. We, I don't even... If, you're, if your audio is messed up, we are in a... <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hopefully not. But anyway, I'm Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast. That's Brian Spears. That was our tier list. And we'll see you next time. Later. Boop.